Welcome to our channel where we talk about inspiring and supporting women as leaders in independent practice in healthcare. So good morning. Uh, it is Janine Harrison, nurse practitioner on podcast. This morning we are talking to Laura Thornton. She is the owner and CEO of the design uh, company called Thornton Design. So welcome to you. Thank you. Thanks for having me. And we're going to start right off the top. Um, uh, I want to ask you if there's one essential thing that somebody listening to this podcast would like to know, what do you think is the most important thing that, that they're going to learn about from this podcast? So from designing your new future space and wanting to engage with an interior designer, you're going to learn that the most important, crucial thing is your planning stage. It is the longest period of time in the actual whole sequence of design, but it is also the most important. Okay, great. And we're going to talk about that later on in the in the podcast, which is perfect. So, and again, right off the top, uh, how would somebody get in touch with you just to get your contact out there so that if somebody goes back, they can get your contact information? You can find us at laurathorntondesign.com on the website and or any social media platform. We are at Thornton Design. Okay. So like Facebook, Instagram? Facebook, Instagram, the TikTok. You do the TikTok? Well, I don't know if I do the TikTok well, but there is a TikTok. That's probably not the, the best way to reach us would be Instagram. Okay. <laughs> So to that point, um, do you know how long it is from when someone is engaging with you, say on Instagram, and uh, when they actually, uh, you know, you actually start meeting? Is there a long time between those two things? So how they find us, I will always keep those metrics. I don't know if uh, how many times they have visited per se. However, once they do reach out to us and we get book a discovery call, usually on that discovery call, we will book the first stage, which is a two hour paid consultation. So I do feel like it's a reflection of them. Like, you know, if you are a little more fun and exciting, then you might want a more fun and exciting space. If you're more subdued and, and, and you know, maybe more reserved, you may have that space as a reflection. So partially, even though I always say try and not, have it look like your home. That is always my biggest key item when it comes to commercial spaces. Do not bring your home into your office space. That was my hardest thing. It, it has to be a connect, a disconnect. It cannot, yes, because people want to do that. And what do you mean by that? Like, so I know what I know what we meant by that because I'm very much a floral. Like, if I were to sort of say, oh, okay, well, what would I like? I would like to have nice, you know, floral wallpaper or whatever right. but you really pushed me into thinking um outside of that and you kept saying this is not your home right. so what what elements do people try to drag in from oh, their home? every single one <laughs> and then i always get that but i have these extra pieces at my house and i'm like no no if they're not working in your house we definitely don't want to have them work here because nine times out of ten you've owned them for 20 years yeah so, that's also not going to work, right? I mean, sometimes like it does. Yes. <laughs> the key is not to have it look like the cottage, right? <laughs> like, I have all these pieces and let's bring it here. It's That's true. not the goal. So, I mean, again, it, it, it really comes down to the, to the person. Like, what is it that you're hoping to achieve? So, again, I know I try and reel that in, meaning... Um, you know, I try not to, if, it's a, if let's just, for example, use clinic, because that's what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah. I think it should be clinical. I think it should be clean. It should be simple. It should have clean lines. Doesn't mean that it can't be lacking in personality. Yeah. It just means that it should have surfaces that can easily be wiped. It shouldn't have a lot of details on any of the legs. So there's 
dust sitting there. Because I know when I go into a space, yes, I'm critical. I'm a designer. I'm looking around. That's what I do. And I will notice things like cobwebs on legs. And I will know. And, and right away, I'll say <laughs> that shouldn't have been that leg because whoever is cleaning it is standing up. They're not sitting on this bed that I am at the level that I am. So it's not like you don't have cleaners coming in. They're visually not able to see it. When you're sitting in the chair and having work done or a facial done or whatever it is you're having done, my eye line is very different than yours. Yeah. So I will get people to sit in the chair. We will sit in the chair. We will visually, mentally, not literally, look around the room at that height to see what your clients are going to be seeing to be able to pick a leg that is appropriate on the console that's in there or on the chair where their purse is sitting. So all the touch points that your client is going to see is yeah. how we visualize that space first. So and that actually, that's a really good point because when I come into this clinic, and I have like I will see the baseboards immediately see the baseboard so I think I think as as um, a nurse practitioner or anybody who's in a clinical environment we do see right um, we need it to be clean we need it and to you probably look... don't notice that in your home or in your friends house. you don't look oh, at God, the baseboards no. <laughs> but you're looking at it in you're looking at it in this space so that's yeah. that's so I would rather you not have the items from your home or the look of your home. And there's two parts to that. And I'm going to get to the second part of that after. But all of those elements then and now will have that one item will stand out like a beacon. And that's where your attention is going to go to the one piece that doesn't make sense because yeah. it doesn't match the environment we've created. So there's this one item that came from your home or you brought it after we left. And then because <laughs> we said no. And then you still thought you were going to sneak it in. And then <laughs> and then it shows up. And that is the one thing that everyone's eye goes towards. You might not see it that way, right. but anyone coming into the space is like, what's this piece doing here? Because it doesn't blend. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. So it's the beacon of wrong. <laughs> the, the beacon be of wrong. The beacon of home. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. The other part of that is when you're at work, it's a different mindset. You're in a different space and your home should now be for relaxing. So if the two spaces are, the, are similar and look the same or the same color palette or the same thing is happening, do you have the same feeling when you're at home? You're not yeah. taking this away. So same thing, if I designed your home, I would never paint your bedroom the same color as let's say your kitchen because you're not getting the disconnect. There is no like sense of calm. There is no sense of, you know, this is my retreat away from the office. So those need to be very different. So it's a mental state that you have now. I'm now I'm supposed to be relaxing, whether that's true or not. Yeah. <laughs> whether no, you're that's just, true, yeah, like it, no, I've never thought of it that yeah. way. That that yeah, if you have you're basically transitioning from your home to your home. That's right. And you don't really ever get a disconnect from Yeah, it's that. a it's a mental like it's a psychological actually it was my thesis in uh, in school was really? all the effect of color and that was one of them. Yeah, it was basically don't have it the same as your workspace and your oh. home space. That's why you never also should have, this is off topic, but never put like a home office in your bedroom or in a space that's supposed to be designated as relaxing also because you don't good. actually relax. You're always looking at, there's my desk and I should be doing that instead of resting. Yeah. yeah. Um, I had a girlfriend that used to, um, she had her office in one of her bedrooms and she literally had to like lock the door. It was almost like a, a, a psychological thing yeah. that when she left at five o'clock, um, she had to lock the door to the bedroom, even right. though she could easily open it. Yeah. But it was more of a barrier that she needed to create yeah. to say, I am done. Because if she left the door open, she would go, oh, I could just go and do that. 
I was guilty of that. That's why another reason why when we were talking earlier about getting my own space because I would literally just go back to the office. Yeah. Kids would go to bed, I'd go back to the office. Yeah. So I was still working very much full time, but thinking I was, meanwhile, I was just running myself ragged. So it was a very good disconnect office, house. Yeah. I wish I'd done it sooner. So if anyone, I mean, if I could offer anyone that advice, do it sooner because it really does make a difference for your, your life, like your living. You almost have to, well, and now with everything so um, uh, portable, we'll say, uh, you literally have to close your laptop and turn off your phone and decide that you're not going to engage after a certain time. Because otherwise, and I'm I'm very guilty of it, I look up and it's two, it's two o'clock in the morning and I'm still working. And that is not a quality of life when you're when you're finding that it's extending. So maybe by actually leaving your work at work in when they you know, when having your office here yeah. and then like in your in your clinical space and not taking that laptop home or not taking having a work phone that you leave in the space. Yeah, I've no, I have a I changed gears because I was doing the same thing. I was basically closing the laptop, opening it when I got home. So now I have bought at the office in their studio. We have full computers. I still have a laptop and it does stay at home, but there's not every program on it. Okay. So I am limited to what I actually can do at home. And are you accepting of that? Yes. Do was, you ever drive down and never come to the? Oh, good. Never. Yeah, I've always found that you're not here. Never doesn't mean I'm not working. I mean. We're entrepreneurs. This is part of it, and and like I think on the that, weekend, you've been able to cleave out that space for yourself. I still work at home, but I do different things at home on the weekend. Like every Saturday morning, I do sit with my laptop at my kitchen table with a coffee in a very relaxed state, doing things that are different from Monday through Friday with our team here. So it's different work. It doesn't feel worky, yeah. but it's things that need to get done. It might be our social media content planning. It could be something. You know, light and airy. It is not like mind, yeah, Yeah. but it's done at a different pace. So this is, again, we're we're doing perfect, no, we're doing perfect (laughs) segue with this because my segue to this is my next question, which is when you go on vacation, because you do, you travel a bit, right? Well, thank goodness we're able to again because it's been a bit, yeah. So when you travel, are you able to disconnect or when you travel do you look at well wow look at the drapes or look at the furniture in this room or I don't I don't think I do that how do you how do you travel so no I don't disconnect in more than I, I my phone is partially my office it's with me all the time thankfully I do have a team of really uh capable confident girls upstairs because I'm in our building yeah. and uh <laughs> they're able to really take a lot of it off my plate where in the past I would literally be working and I don't mind as a as a, someone who owns their own business I take an hour in the morning and I do an hour in the afternoon and then I don't think about it so at least I'm up on it that way but when you're saying do I disconnect uh, as far as interior design, absolutely not. I am guilty of like filming and taking pictures of everything and anything. Yeah. But that's where my eye goes. What's your favorite thing when you go to, uh, um, like, let's say you travel somewhere? Where were you recently? Italy. And, okay. Yeah. So when you went to Italy, perfect. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> it's not like you, you went, like to see my 4,000 photos of floors. <laughs> <laughs> I took pictures of the floors. <laughs> That's my point. Like, okay, so Italy, yeah. like, are you looking at the architecture uh, or are you looking at the drapes? All of it and really? everything in between. But I also, okay, so, like, I'm a little freaky. I make choices based on interior. So we chose a hotel that I knew I was going to just be in awe of. And then we get there and, and, and like, 
yeah, like I am into all of it, but I see it once and I, I'm not every day looking at the same thing. I got it. It's mentally in there. I might use it for something down the road, but Italy was like a lot. Like yeah. it was a lot to take in interior <laughs> design wise. You're, you were filling your soul. Totally. Your designer soul. Yeah. 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 Now, if you went to, let's say, let's say you went to, I'm going to say Punta Cana, right? Right. To an all-inclusive resort. Yep. Would you do the same thing or are you driven by cultural No, I mean, I would look at it for sure. I mean, yeah, like I, you know, you love, I love walking into the foyer when you're first checking in and getting that open air talls. They tend, thatched roofs, like all of that is fantastic. Does it offer the same depth of design and architecture? not the same as being in Rome or in Florence or in, but it's still equally as lovely. I just might not be caught up in it the same way. I have to mentally say to yourself, like, stop it and listen to the guide now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Let's listen to, me. like, yeah, Michelangelo, what? You're taking a picture of the lamp. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> of totally. the flooring. <laughs> yeah, and my children just roll their eyes. But, yeah. Um, yeah, it's just different depth of detail. And, and again, I studied all of these places that I, was just able to go back and see again with new eyes as a you know I, I did Italy in my I studied it in my early 20s went in my 30s and now going in my late 40s every single time it's different yeah. so yeah and where are you traveling next next I'm doing we're doing a girl's trip to Ireland to Dublin Ireland and then um where am I going I'm going to Chicago which has architecture for sure and then we're doing Germany Austria and Budapest wow well that'll be a feast for the eyes that will be yes and I've been to Germany and Austria but I've never been to Budapest so we'll see how that goes yeah I won't you'll see it all well I was gonna say basically I won't won't see you around here at all because you're gonna be traveling this is good you'll see it all on Instagram you will feel like you have been there Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, so what would you say if you have if you could give away one design secret? What would it be? Again, I'm going to say planning. It's not a secret. You need to plan. You need to plan, plan, and plan. It is real. <laughs> yeah. If you take the time, the boring stuff. I know it feels boring. It's not the pretty. It's not the colors. It's not the light. The the planning is the most important because then everything else that functions and looks good for, it'll it'll be the most important thing and what's important. the biggest mistake that people make they don't plan enough <laughs> <laughs> i know it's so yeah. boring but it's so true like the worst thing is spending it doesn't matter what you do in a space even if you're just putting in new floors and new paint it is costly yeah so if you're going to invest in your space because that's that's money being spent it has to be done with thought and planning it can't I can tell you so many times I walk into a space and like someone just went to Benjamin Moore and picked this color and didn't think about any of it and you're cold and it's dreary and it it doesn't feel good you just can't wait to get out of that space bad planning yeah like it's it just needs to be a little bit of more thought put to it well and one of the things that I thought was really good for us like when we were planning out this space um it was really important that like you would give me you would give me the world and then we would decide if that was doable and you always came back with different options yeah like so it wasn't like i had to take the most expensive option you would show what that looks like but then you could also we could also negotiate a little bit more of a like a a, like fiscal for yeah. me i would yeah. be like okay we well, can value engineer maybe. anything yeah and, and oh, that's a good word I yeah like that. that's a, i try and use that a lot <laughs> the other thing i would say like after planning would be brave 
be brave because this is where you can. This is, you're already being brave by starting your own business. You're already being brave by doing whatever courses you already did to get you to this. Be brave. So you were brave by trusting us with the coloring we picked for your space and some of the wallpaper choices we picked for your space. That was brave because it was out of your floral comfort zone. <laughs> yes, it was. It was, and I love it. And now I you can't it. think, you can't imagine it not I being can't this, imagine it. But yeah. you were brave. So that is my second. Like yeah. after planning, which this sounds more exciting, is be brave because it be always brave. pays off. No one has ever, to be, I have actually said to clients of mine, if you don't like it, I will pay for it to be go back to what you want. I've said it probably four or five times in the 25 years because I knew it was the you right know. choice. I knew they would yeah. love it. I just knew that they were worried. And if they had that insurance that they were going to be able to go back to it, I'm not going to offer that to everybody. But if I knew that it was the right, and all every time, it never went back. They knew. They saw it. They were like, yeah. you're right. That's great. Yeah. We're good. How many times in our uh, in our planning did I, did I say, you're right? Yeah. <laughs> And then at one point you just put your hands in and said, do whatever it is you want to do. Yeah, I yeah, just have to I trust you yeah. I'm just like, yeah. like, I don't know what it is, but I guess it's because we live in a more of a, a DIY kind of environment now that you feel like you need to have more, and maybe it's the control freak in me, that you have to have some kind of hand in it. In the, that, That's where you get the most sort of... Um, uh, you know, comfort and value from from it, but in fact, actually, there's times where you have to say the right person for the right job. I fully totally agree because sometimes what? it doesn't save you money and time because your time is literally has like there is a quantified number that goes along with your time. Absolutely, and at some point, we will get it done faster. I get yeah. that, like you, maybe you'll think it'll save you money, but in the end of the day, it probably won't. Yeah, and one of the other things that uh, well, I'm just going to spin into it just a quickly because it made me think of it was the value that I had in knowing that you had my back when we were doing things. So if there was a contractor or somebody here, you were part of the process and I didn't have to be asking questions or saying, am I supposed to, or if they asked me questions, I felt like I wouldn't be able to answer you. like having that person that you know you've already sort of planned it all out that I don't have to be there um, double checking things because that's what you do right. and you have those discussions about this has to go here or this has to go there and it just makes me makes me as a person coming in I can like sort of wash my hands of that and not have to worry um, is the plug going to be on the right wall uh, and those kind of things that was because a, I'm a control freak, right? So and I, you own your own business. Right. So you're used to managing. And that's where, like, yeah. so this is, I get that because I'm that same person. So I get that you want to make sure, but that's what we do. But a lot of our clients, that's not their wheelhouse. They are busy running their businesses. They don't have time to right. check on do this. So that's why they put their trust in us. But it, you, you, and I'm glad that you felt that, even yeah. though it's hard to give that up. It is very yeah. hard. And yeah. I think anybody who is listening to this podcast is probably nodding their head saying, yeah, I totally get it. I would have a hard time right. not being involved in every little piece of it. But I think what it does allow you to do is focus on the things that you do well. Yeah. And it allows you to spend that time and, and focus on And you're not on losing the dollars and cents trying to micromanage something that's exactly. handled and I get that it comes with earning that from you as well like you worked with us and realized that we had a handle and then you could feel more confident about not having to yeah. oversee it all yeah and again that's what we plan I know I came coming back to planning but if we hadn't a plan to have a light in a certain place then the outlet's not there and the ceiling for it to go like you yeah. have to plan so lighting is key in any space especially when you've got a needle in your hand so yeah. <laughs> 
discounted yes. lighting. Lighting, um, is lighting is key as well. Yeah. But like if we didn't allot for it, then you would have a problem even... You know, you don't want to start doing construction when you're into a space a six months to a year. You yeah. want it all allotted for. It doesn't mean you have to buy the fixture. It doesn't mean you have to have everything ready to roll. You don't have to spend that money when you're starting out. It just means that you're ready for it when yeah. you're ready. The elements are all there. Right. And yeah. and to that point about lighting, and we kind of were down a bit of a rabbit hole but with that. But, but it was so important for me to find the right lighting uh, in the clinic rooms because pot lighting creates shadows. shadows. And so for me, it, it was so helpful when we were talking about, do we change out the lights? And you were like, you said, no, because if you have pot lights in the rooms, it's going to create shadows on the face and you're not going to be able to see what you're right. doing like the same way Correct. and yeah. see the changes versus having pot lights in like the conference room and other areas where it doesn't matter and it can create some lighting effect. Uh, but that was... That was huge, and finding the right lighting in the right space, that was a big deal. Yeah. Never would have thought of that, right. just because it's not my my brain. It's it just, really hard to go back in and retrofit once you're in a space, because how do you, then you're downtime, so, and dirt and dust, and now you're open, and you've got clients coming in, and we're trying to work around your schedule, and it's really hard to do it. It's not a no, but it's really difficult, and it will cost you more money yeah. and more time. Yeah, and that's where I think there's that hard line of knowing where or when to involve us, and really the truth is right from the very beginning. It's much easier to be part of the process from go than it is to come in after you realize you're over your head and you've already started construction, and now there's no time to plan. Because yeah. our planning, so I'll just give you some timeline just so that it gives yeah. some perspective. Yeah. So let's say you decide to pull the trigger on a space, and then. You know, you're not sure you call us and say, would you come look at it? Great. We come look at it. Two hour time with you. We send you a, um, an invoice, not an invoice. We send you an estimate yeah. on what we our design time will be to create this space for you. It's just a phase one out of our three phases. So phase one is just design time. This is, this is X cost to get you all the drawings, everything you need, space planned, furniture layouts, lighting. Uh, if you want us to pick your furniture and your lighting actual items, we'll do all that too. That's a six to eight week process just for us. We're not in communication with you. We may ask you maybe a question or two, but otherwise we walk away and we don't come back to you for eight weeks. And that eight weeks gives us all the time to get everything together, to make sure that those items are in stock and I can get them on the timeline you need, that the price points are in your budget where it needs to be, that we can get all of this done for you. And then we bring you in and you, we present it to you, we show it to you. Any revisions still need to be done. And now you're ready to move on. We're at the 10 to 12 week mark. Yeah. Wow. So just to give you some, that's that's the planning. That is yeah. just planning. That's just all planning. That's planning. And then the <laughs> second phase, if you choose, you can walk away with that and that's yours and you can have whoever you want to plan it. You can buy everything yourself if you want. If you choose that you're too busy and you value your time and you want us to do it, we take all of that off your plate and we procure everything we install everything so when you walk in on x day you are ready to function the only thing we don't touch is any of your equipment okay. like i'm not going to touch your laser and figure out where you know like yeah. god do not want to break that thing <laughs> <laughs> yeah so we, we won't touch that but everything else will be ready to go yeah um and then you can open and be great but your planning is done but it's a long process it is not one two three yeah. and you're in it is a long process. So you don't keep it all in your car. Gosh, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's a process. So that's why I always say yeah. planning. People don't realize how long it takes 
for yeah. this to happen. What's the best way to get in touch with you if you're if someone was saying, okay, well, I loved everything she said, and I want to have a chat with her? Yeah, you could, we're at Thornton Design. We're in Kleinberg. We're, you can call us at the studio, or you can reach out to us via our website, laurenthorntondesign.com. We're on all social media platforms as Thornton Design. Multiple ways to reach out to us. Perfect, yeah. perfect. So I have two final questions okay. that are a little bit different okay and i want to i just want to see where you, where you <laughs> fall so this is get to know laura <laughs> questions okay so um these days what makes you feel inspired both for work and for life so we've touched on it as much as um i try to put my phone down i really find social media to be super inspiring to see other work to see other places i find that you can pull a lot out of it um i've learned a lot through it meaning like uh, new products, mm -hmm. things that, because for three years we weren't able to travel to any trade shows, so this was a great avenue to see new things. Now, thankfully, we're allowed to do that again, and we have been going, and that was super inspiring, getting back in to see the new trends and what's happening. And you already touched on it, travel. Yeah. Love to travel, love to see what other people are doing, love to see the, like, so different to build in different places and to see how they use their resources. Yeah. And yeah. how that translates here. Yeah. Yeah, and um, and the second question is uh, if and this is if like the Barbara Walters, if you were a twee, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, if you if if your life or your job or your career, whatever you decide, was a coffee book table, what would your title be? Have you thought about that? Loud and bossy. I don't. Know. <laughs> <laughs> Little Miss Know It All. No. Uh, <laughs> I think loud would be in there. That seems to always be the, the biggest thing that everyone always says to me. Yeah, loud for sure, but maybe uh, loud and fun. I was just going to say loud, loud and, fun. and fun. I'll take loud, loud and, and fun. fun. That's a great coffee book table. I love it. I'll take loud and, and fun, Havana. Uh, yeah. Okay, we will, we will take loud and fun. And, uh, and the last question that I have, and it's kind of off script because I didn't even tell you I was going to ask it. Um, who is your people? Who's your person? Derek, my husband. And why is Derek your person? He's the biggest supporter. He's like, go do it all, figure it all out. He's always never like says no, never. Not that you know, but he's just not, he's just the guy that'll. Doesn't matter if I turn tomorrow and say, you know, I'm gonna quit and let's just go do this. He'd be like, all right, let's do it. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. He's that. Yeah, he's that guy. Yeah, um. we've been together a long time, and so we've grown together and we've built a world and a life together. And he would support anything that I choose to do. I love yeah. it. Well, yeah. thank you so much for your time today. And again, say your website just so that people... It's laurathartondesign.com. And we will uh, look forward to having another Thanks, podcast Janine. down the way. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Bye. I have no idea. If that taped. If that taped. But I taped.